0: Fitness for the Fairways podcast, helping you make your body the best club in your bag. Joe interviews the best strength coaches, physical therapists, and golf professionals to help you take your golf performance to the next level. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness for the Fairways podcast. I am your host, Joe Gambino. I am a strength coach and physical therapist here in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Welcome back into the show, guys. Today we're going to be talking. About what I have learned over the past year, as far as how my fitness training has carried over to my golf game, and part of why I kind of want to go over this is is to share with you guys, you know, some of the what I have found, at least from carryover from from a fitness perspective, and how that actually has correlated to my golf game, because. In essence, right, that's the most important thing that I think we can think of. Like, sure, fitness is great for health. And, you know, we all talk about how it can help improve club head speed, um, help you become a better golfer. And the question is, is that really true? And I have a full year now under my belt working through different characteristics of, of fitness. And I get to finally see now, over the course of the year, what that has done. So, Before we get into that, I do want to let you guys know that the Golf Performance Program is on sale, uh, 25% off just for today. That's Monday, February 14th, if you guys are listening to this podcast in the future. So it will be 25% off for today. So you guys can head to www.jogambinodpt.com backslash golf performance program uh, to learn more about it. I will leave a link in the show notes for you guys, so don't worry if you can't remember that, but head over to the, the show notes, click the link, head over to the website, check that out. But now, what I learned over the past year, and when I say that, and the Golf Performance Program is a reflection of my training program, so pretty much anyone who joins um, will be on the same program as me. And If you're wondering you know what kind of program that is, it's a general strength program, each everything in a specific three-month block um, is a different um, fitness characteristic that we're going we're gonna to train. So right now, we're in the middle of a speed block. The um, block before was a strength block. There's usually some sort of energy system development block and a hypertrophy block. And within there, at certain um, times, we just focus on quality movement and some mobility along the way. So it kind of gets broken up like that throughout the year. And the program is for for athletes of all levels. I do put in regressions and progressions so that you can, um, if there is an exercise that doesn't isn't quite suitable for you, either because of pain or just because you're not confident in the movement, you always have the opportunity to send me the video through the True Coach app for coaching. Um, but there's always a secondary option um, that you can fall to and uh, perform, usually it's a regression. It's a slightly easier variation that would be a little bit more user-friendly for someone who's has maybe a little bit um, less of a training age or is just not comfortable with that movement. So it really allows anybody really to get involved and, and see progress pretty quickly. Um, but from here, let's dive into to really what I've learned. So number one is that golf performance um, training can help you feel good. And I think that this is really kind of the primary goal that I have throughout the entire year. And a little bit about the history for me is you know, I deal with I've suffered from low back pain and I don't know. If you guys have listened to this podcast long and if you guys have heard my story already, um, but in my 20s, early 20s, I was diagnosed with hernia this is my back I've, Um, I was playing softball, uh, and I was coming in on a fly ball and I had rotated in a specific way and I just had some shooting pain through my back. Um, really just like dropped me to my knees had a literally crawl off of the, uh, the field and, you know, dealt with some pain for a significant period of time and was able to get that under, under wraps and felt better. But then I've dealt with periodic pain, um, over, over time and, really a lot of what I do. And and if you guys are on my social media channels, you'll see a lot of things are about mobility training. And really it's just because that's what I took a deep rabbit hole down to really get my pain and my movement under control. And that's had a huge um, carryover to how I feel on a day-to-day basis, but also really to my performance and allowing me, because golf was one of those things that and when I started to get into, it was actually an irritant for my back, and I've been able to keep that at bay, and really been able to enjoy playing multiple times a week, and you know, hit the driving range and things like that. So, um, you know, I want to share that with you guys. So that that's a big part of what the golf performance program is. It's you know, strength training mixed with a lot of these other qualities that we end up training is really good for helping somebody feel better, right? So. know longevity is the name of the game. I think when we're talking about the long-term athletic development of a golfer, it's not just can I swing faster. There are a lot of qualities that make up a human being. And I think when we're we're talking about athletic development for any sport, it's it's human first, it's athlete first. It's can you interact with the ground? Can you produce strength, power, speed? And then how can you start to carry that over to your sport? And I think when we think about things this way, And from a general sense, do we have good mobility levels? Do we have good strength levels? Do we move well? And when we focus on characteristics like this, A, when we do strength training and especially speed training like we're doing now, and I'm going to go into this later on what I'm finding, um, it will give you a better base so that you can have more success. Now, kind of just diving in um, or going deeper into this, uh, strength training from what I'm seeing over this past year, may increase club head speed. I'm sure if you do certain blocks or, you know, I'm a little bit limited with how much weight I can lift because of the gym that I'm in, the, the gym in the building only has up to 50 pound dumbbells and 50 pound kettlebells. So I do my best to give myself a strength stimulus as I'm going through, but I do not have significant weight where I could really progressively overload myself. With that being said, I've been able to you know keep working through the strength stuff and and definitely feel like I'm getting stronger um but I didn't see any specific increases in my club speed and that's kind of where where I'm trying to say you know we hear or I hear and in the research strength training carries over to increase club bed speed but over this past year I did not see an increase but what I did notice is I did not have a decrease in club bed speed which is I think really important because last year when I ran through my speed cycle as many of you probably already know, I, I had increased my club speed by 10 miles per hour. I was able to maintain that throughout the entire golf season, um, going into the off season um, and not really miss a beat at all, which is important because that allowed me to you know, continue to play golf at a, and it, it had a huge impact on my game as far as being able to hit the ball further and start to use my driver and put myself in positions that um, allowed me to have more success. and. and really dropped my my handicap um, from a, I think I was at a 36 at the beginning of the year, down to a 29. Um, Shaved a a ton of strokes off my score, and, and now I'm shooting right just above 100. So pretty big changes there. And so the maintenance of my speed was huge throughout the season. And what I did notice now that I've gotten into speed training again, I now had a better base. Um, and the first time I did the super speed uh, protocol this time around, um, I I maxed out with the green stick at 103 miles per hour. Last season, I topped out at 104, so it was pretty comparable there. Um, Within a week and a half, I topped out at 111 miles per hour on on the green stick. So that's already showing that without a ton of, of work, I've been able to really push that boundary and really start to get that club speed faster. And everything that I've done leading up to this point has given my body the tools that once I started speed training, it allowed for a nice, solid jump. So if I can, you know, I wasn't really expecting, you know, my goal is to be able to swing my driver 105. Um, right now I'm swinging around 92 to 97 you know, if I can get myself up to 105, I think that's going to be huge. Another 10 mile per hour jump in my driver um, speed is going to be huge. I think it's going to really change how how my game continues to go. I'm hoping to average 250 plus going into this um, this coming season. I'm going to need a couple of lessons to do that because I think part of that is going to be angle of attack and the way I'm swinging my golf clubs. But overall, you know, being able to get another huge jump like that is going to be you know, it's it's actually going to be way more than I I honestly expected, and I a part of that is attributed to being able to, you know, feel good and and maintain my strength levels and increase them and giving my body more um, capability to to swing the club faster and and big part of if you do want to increase your club speed from a golf performer's perspective, you have to do some sort of speed training, and that could be. Um, Sprinting, that could be, and I I really think that it does have to be more, um, you know, fast driver swings or or doing something like super speed, um, mainly because, you know, it's the principle of specificity where, you know, you're really working on creating speed for a very, very specific task. And these things are showing to have um, really, really big impact. So I'm really curious to see as I go through level one and level two um, of the super speed protocol, and I'll keep you guys posted with where I end up um, at the end of this power block or the speed block. But, you know, that's so big keys here that that I'm learning is that A, we use fitness training or performance training for the long-term athletic, athletic development of golfers. So Quit worrying about, oh, I have to, you know, club-based speed every single time that I go work out. I have to get, you know, faster and more powerful every single time that you hit the gym. It's a, think about it from a long-term perspective. And a big part of that is doing the basics. It's making sure we move well, making sure we have fundamental strength levels, and that we're moving well. From there... Um, having adequate strength levels can at least help you maintain your clubbed speeds. It's going to help you continue to feel good throughout your season. You should not stop in-season training. You just don't focus on um, really improving the qualities. You work more on maintenance, maintenance of strength, um, maintenance of power, maintenance of speed. It doesn't need to be crazy. You're just going to, to really focus on really what you can. This way you can enjoy playing golf and not regress... You know and feel like you're losing club head speed because I've heard this uh, a thousand times, and this was me in the past where I make all this progress, and then if you stop doing something for a while, um, all of a sudden things start to regress. So, we want to really use strength training as a way to maintain, especially in season. This way, on your off season, you can now have a better capacity. You're, you've maintained where you've been, so now when you actually hit that time period where you're going to try to actually really improve your performance, you're going to hit the ground running when you do so. Um, And lastly, kind of recapping a speed training is a must. You have to to do it if you really want to swing the club faster. If you don't really care, it doesn't matter. But then, you know, I think from uh, your perspective, right, if you don't really care about swinging the club faster, the big thing is, you know, making sure you're doing some sort of mobility work, strength work, and and really some general preparation training because that's what's going to help you feel better and reduce your injury risk, and and if you are dealing with pain, potentially help you get out of pain, right? So you're going to want to use fitness training from a, from a human perspective, just let's get the body moving good, let's help the body feel better, and let's give it the tools to do whatever it wants on and off the golf course. So real quick episode here, guys, I, I wanted to dive into um, a little bit of what I've been seeing because... All the marketing that's out there is going to tell you that if you do some strength training, you get on this, on this ten-week program, that you're going to see massive changes. And that may or may not be the case. It really depends on what the focus is. Um, but think of your training more from a long-term perspective, not just a ten-week period, an eight-week period, a twelve-week period, or whatever it is. Right? What are you doing over your long-term career or your life um, to continue feeling better, moving better, getting stronger, and In reality, doing all those things, how that carries over to your golf game. So if you guys are interested in the Golf Performance Program, you are more than welcome to sign up. Head to www.joegambinodpt.com backslash golf performance program and get 25% off today only. Uh, It's the best price that I've offered so far. So take advantage while it's here.